0: She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! Welcome back, everybody, to Co-workers Killing Time. This is episode seventeen, wow. and something that I thought that we should do this episode is say who we are because, yes, the introduction says she's Robin and she's Alex, but I think maybe sometimes if people don't know us, it's hard. True. So, sure, I am Alex. I'm Robin, and we are talking today about urban legends of Arizona and Arkansas and I'm very excited about that but before we get into that I did want to say a few things so I did tell Robin this earlier today but over the weekend I was watching real time with Bill Maher yep. and they were talking about how the dogs at the Playboy Mansion were addicted to cocaine and I was laughing yes. being like hey we just covered that in She's our that. Uh, current events episode around the water cooler and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was sorry men you might tune out right now but I have my period currently. Right. And something that I'm very concerned about and maybe people have noticed this. I'm yeah. asking this on the podcast because I want to know if this is like a national problem yeah. or just an our area problem. Yep. But I need to know to be yes. prepared. I went to the store today to buy tampons at the CVS near our job on my lunch break. And there was almost no tampons in yes, the whole store. That
1: could be problematic.
0: And I like <clears throat> severely looked at Diva Cups for like a good two <laughs> minutes and was like, can't do it. Uh, no. I have used those little flex things, but I can't I can't no, do those I, all the time. I know
1: myself. I have to switch. To know. I never so,
0: Nope. I need the option of that, yeah. and it's kind of terrifying. Sure. Like toilet, toilet paper. The whole toilet paper shortage was like, ooh, but because there's different things sure. that you could substitute for toilet paper. Like you got Kleenex, you got yeah. napkins. Sure, cool. You can make it work. I'm not <laughs> DIYing. No tampons no No, thank
1: you (laughs) no although i bet people out there have oh i'm sure
0: i mean you think about back in the day like that's what i think about whenever i watch historical shows like ew what did they do just lay in bed like i'm not gonna just lay in my bed and be like oh this is it i use all my sick days because there's no tampons left in the store (laughs)
1: Yes, it could happen so i just wanted to put
0: that little frightening PSA out there in case you didn't know that and just wonder if that's happening to other people so I would love to know what's going on with that but um, now we can get into the Arizona urban legends so I'm going to go with kind of scary one first and I apologize for any coughing we do during this episode it's still hanging on Uh, the kind of scary one first and that is Skinwalkers so that is an Arizona legend but also like a New Mexico legend it's like that area okay of the country has this urban legend. So I had heard of it. It's getting like very prevalent on TikTok. I get, I get a lot of like urban legend recommended TikToks and like creepy TikToks. And that has been one of them. And I will go into that more later in this, but I I didn't know a lot about it. So it was very exciting to research this, but in the Navajo Native American culture, skinwalkers are a type of harmful witch who can, Turn into possess or disguise themselves as an animal, which wow. is creepy. Yes, but if you want to have extreme nightmares, yeah, go to TikTok and search skinwalkers oh, no. or Google skinwalker images nope. because yes, they can turn into animals, but when they are not animals at night, because they can like transform and transform back, they look like creepy bald white skeleton things okay. that move like spider human spiders and it's very seen creepy this.
1: yes i have seen this before yeah okay no so i want to look at it <laughs> well
0: now that i said it it's going to show up in your google history <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. so this term is never used for healers it's important to distinguish that since it is related to magic and which is within the Native American culture. Most Native people are actually reluctant to discuss this with outsiders of their culture, so not much is known because it's believed that if people are speaking about this with outsiders, that it's like bad luck. Okay. So,
1: what if people from within speak about it? Yes, and even like so, me speaking
0: about this now is supposedly bad luck. that's like what I, I was just gonna clarify I shouldn't you. be talking about this now apparently did
1: you can we smudge after this? Can I we... don't
0: have anything, oh, but sure we can to. pretend <laughs> okay, so uh, like the animals are usually associated with predators. And there are places within the Navajo culture where they believe that good and evil exist together. So okay. this is one of those examples. Okay. Because while medicine men and healers are practicing for good, they want to heal and aid and help people skinwalkers are doing it out of, like, spite or revenge or malice or are trying to intentionally hurt people. Okay. Like, that's what they do, which is really creepy. So this is known as witchery way in the Navajo culture, and this uses human corpses as tools, which they take from human bones, and concoctions to harm or kill their victims. So some skinwalkers were healers. Who evolved into doing bad things and using their powers for good. I mean, for evil instead of good. So they can be turned into a skinwalker, which is also creepy how it happens. So they're often males, of course they are, but they can (laughs) be females. And during the day, they can walk among humans and other Navajos and they transform at night into the creepy skinwalker. So I will put up a picture of a skinwalker illustration that I found when I was doing my research. Because it's really creepy, and that's what I'll put on the Instagram. So to be initiated into becoming a skinwalker, you have to be initiated in by the secret society. And the only way you can do it is by killing somebody very <sighs> close to you, and it's usually a sibling. Oh, my God. And as people with one sibling each, I couldn't imagine
1: wow.
0: killing my that brother. Makes... No. Oh. So they're most often coyotes foxes, wolves, cougars, dogs, or bears. And the skinwalkers will wear the pelts or furs of those animals that they transform into, like, when they're a human. Okay. So that's why it's, like, kind of taboo in their culture to wear skins of predatory animals. But, like, deer and sheepskin and all that is fine. Okay. And most people who wear those things are associated with healing because that's, like, the good things that you can wear. So they can take... This is the creepiest. But I'm okay Once I say it, you'll realize that I would be fine. You wouldn't. (laughs) They can take possession of you if you lock eyes with one. And I can't keep (laughs) eye contact with anyone. So I'm not in danger of that. But you would be. be. (laughs) The victims that they possess will then do and say things that they wouldn't otherwise. Because now the skinwalker is in control of all your actions. Yeah, that's really creepy and no thank you. Their eyes remain very human like even when they're animals and that's what the giveaway is. Like if you see a deer but it has like human eyes, it's a skinwalker. If you see like a coyote or a fox or a bear and it's doing like weird things and has very human eyes, it's a skinwalker. So I did read too, in my research that they can they transform out of their like animal shape but if something comes near them and they need to get away quickly they can transform back and use whatever skills they need from those predators to achieve whatever their goal is. Okay. And these are way the hell out away from us. They are way out there. Yeah, they're there in Arizona. Near I the don't northeast. in my research it was not near the northeast. Okay. It was just like the southwest. I don't so want to be
1: afraid to go we're, way backwards. We're good. Okay.
0: Um <laughs> They are also known to control minds, thoughts, behaviors. They cause diseases, illness, and death. Wow. And when they are near, because this is on the TikTok, so if you do search on TikTok for skinwalkers, you will see they make sounds, and there's different ones where, like, it looks like a human off in the distance, like, saying things or screaming, but then it, like, turns into an animal, and it's so creepy. There's so many creepy, like, TikTok videos about this. Did you go in and watch some of the
1: videos? I was watching a whole bunch while I was
0: doing my research to just, like, try to see. Yeah. Um, Because also, when I was Googling around for skinwalkers, there was a guy who Owns a farm. I think his TikTok name was That One Cowboy, but I didn't watch his videos. But it had like a whole article written up about like how he made four or five different videos about like one being on his property and like it sounded like a human and then it sounded like an animal, but then it sounded like a child to try to like draw you in. And it reminded me kind of of the Kushtakas that I talked about in the Alaskan Triangle episode that will try to sound like your loved ones to like rope you in. But skinwalkers are actually scarier because while the kush chocolate thing is just gonna like kill you this is creepy (laughs) so when they're near they make sounds they can sound like humans they will come to your house and they will knock on windows they will make scraping noises on your roof robin's gonna be in her bed tonight like oh my god oh my god oh my god don't like it most often though they will appear in front of your vehicle to cause an accident nice very nice (laughs) (laughs) Their supernatural activities include running faster than a car, so you can't even get away from them. That could be, like,
1: right next to your window.
0: Yeah, that'd be so scary. Raising the dead to attack their enemies, like dead bodies of humans. Okay. Uh, Controlling creatures of the night, like wolves and owls. uh, Jumping as high as tall cliffs. Wow. And they are usually seen naked and described as not quite human. And to stay alive themselves, they must continually kill because they live off of the unfulfilled lives of their victims.
1: Okay. And that's and there's like a whole bunch of TikToks about... Like, people who claim they've seen all of this? Yes.
0: And, like, some of them are, like, terrible CGI, or some's like... I saw one that was definitely a joke, because it was, like, somebody's little horse came up to it, and it's, like, this is a skinwalker, and it was, like, a little tiny pony, like, wanting to be pet. And they're, like, (laughs) and see, it only has three legs, but it was, like, clearly the angle that the photo was, because when it was walking in the video, it has four legs. Okay. So there are some that are just trying to be funny, and then there, there are some that you're, like, ooh... That might yeah. be a thing. Okay. And not like a CGI I Photoshop I, sh- I
1: don't think thing. I should go into it. But I'm, I'm definitely Because <laughs> it will curious. give you nightmares. I'm <clears throat> curious, but I don't I don't think I should dive in.
0: I- yeah, so that's really creepy. Yeah. It was very creepy researching it, so I hope nothing bad happens to me, because nope. I'm pretty superstitious about stuff like that. But. I am too. So now, but to cleanse to our palate from yes. that creepiness, yes. we are going to talk about a really interesting urban legend in Arizona. So my friend Carla is originally from... well, she's originally from the Philippines, but okay. before she moved to our town and our kids go to school together... She lived in Arizona, so she had told me if we ever did anything about Arizona to look into this, and we are. So I'm very really excited. Okay, and this is the legend of the Lost Dutchman. So this is actually from the Lost Dutchman State Park. I got all of this info. Okay, so uh, it takes place in the Superstition Mountains, their name is inspired by Pima Indian legends. And they've been a source of mystery and legend since early times. The area has ancient cliff dwellings and caves and show signs of former habitation. So during the 1840s, the Peralta family of northern Mexico developed rich gold mines in the Superstition Mountains. Their last expedition to carry gold back to Mexico occurred in 1848. According to the legend, the party was ambushed by Apache Indians, and all were killed except for one or two family members who then escaped into Mexico. The area is known today as the Massacre Grounds. But this is where the lost dutchman thing comes in a number of other people were supposed to have known the mine's locations or have to work it numerous maps have surfaced over the years only to become lost or misplaced when interested parties pressed for facts Mm. men who claimed to have found the mine were never able to return to it or some disaster occurred before they could file a claim all adding to the lore of a lost mine Wow. So then in the 1870s, Jacob Waltz, the Dutchman, who was a native of Germany, was said to have located the mine through the aid of a Peralta family descendant. Him and his partner, Jacob Welzer, worked the mind and allegedly hid one or more caches of gold in the Superstition Mountains. And this is what Carla had told me about is like people will go there and try to like find the gold that's okay. supposedly hidden there. And it reminded me of the D.B. Cooper thing. Cause, and that's what I thought it was at first, but she's like, no, no, it's way before that. Okay. So most stories place the gold in the vicinity of Weaver's Needle, which is a well known landmark in Arizona. Wiser was killed by Apaches, according to some or by Waltz himself. Wow. So, which I could see if there was a bunch of gold on the line, for sure. In Failing Health, Jacob Waltz moved to Phoenix and died 20 years later in 1891 and he supposedly described the mine's location to Julia Thomas who was a neighbor who took care of him prior to his death. Neither she nor dozens of other seekers in the years that have followed were able to find the lost Dutchman's mind. Subsequent searchers have sometimes met with foul play or even death, contributing to the superstition and the legend that surrounds these minds. Many versions of the story exist, and several books and films have been done on the subject. Really? So, yeah. So that's the superstition, and then it goes into the state park itself because it's a really beautiful state park, and I have a picture of that, too.
1: That is really pretty.
0: Yeah, and it says that there's, like, bike trails and hiking trails and things, and Carla had said to me that she will hike there. And I actually just texted her before we started recording, because I'm like, hey, I'm going to talk about what you told me. And she's like, oh, it's so beautiful, but you definitely get goosebumps, and it's really creepy when you're in the area. Like, you feel kind of something is off.
1: Has she ever... Like, gone, you know, looking.
0: I don't think for so. Anything, no, so. I don't think that, but okay. I think she's just like walked around in the yeah. area. So, okay. but I know that it's like a common thing that it's talked about that people will go and look.
1: Okay. So, do you ever get like when you go hiking in the woods or walking in the woods, do you ever get just weirded out by some of the stuff? Uh, like, or a feeling or just like a vibe while you're because I get that every yeah. time we, every time we walk like at the um, bike path, like in Bolton, mm-hmm. it goes. I think it goes Bolton to Vernon and Bolton all the way like through Andover, maybe into Columbia. Yeah, like rails to trails. Rails to trails. Yeah. And it's not any, I don't get a bad feeling. Right. I just get like a... No, but i I've don't. Gotten, I can't explain the feeling. I've gotten feeling. that feeling
0: too. And Dan, my husband, will be like, oh, because he's a, he's a huge mountain biker. You right. know that. Yeah. So he'll ride that by himself like mm-hmm. all the time, not afraid, whatever, just like goes. He's like, you should go and run on those trails because obviously I like running. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but not alone. I'm very nervous. Nervous about yes. doing any of that stuff alone especially in the woods yeah and no because so, something creepy could happen and now i talked about skinwalkers so, so now forever.
1: that's it <laughs> well i've taken i've taken caden by myself there before and it's like you're walking down low and there's you know i'm not gonna say it's a mountain but it's hillish it's certainly a lot 10, right sometimes 15 feet up from you or whatever right maybe more and i always just look up and be like this is this is what my husband and I always do. If I was a serial killer, <laughs> these woods, right? you know what I mean? Like, all I have to do is kind of, like, find a spot and hide. Like, right. that's, that's where my head exactly. goes. But obviously also to other sometimes supernatural concerns. You know, yes, I, just, exactly. I get very, like, that weirded too. out in the woods. Like, I get weirded out by that, too. I've and always had the weird words, but
0: supernatural feelings. I do. I do, so. too. So but, I, just I mean, wanna... the other thing about Rails to Trails area is there's the big, like, cliff there yes. where it gets like really narrow and it's a huge cliff so right. that's dangerous too and i'm not graceful enough yes to be alone anywhere because i can trip over nothing right. walking in a hall
1: well you have to go up if you're talking about the rock you talking about the rock that you could see from the highway that's painted no i'm just talking about the trail just, like there's okay.
0: part of the trail that goes and it's like Becomes off of a, a cliff. cliff yeah i okay, no.
1: I don't like like that. it becomes
0: really narrow, and yeah. if you keep going, it's like a legit
1: cliff. Okay, we haven't been to that part of it, so yeah. I don't I don't know where exactly that is.
0: Okay. On the other side, though, there's people who are not afraid of any of that, yeah. and I'm sure people are like, "Yes, let's go out to the woods in the dark and have a party," sure. and like they're fine. Have you seen no horror movies? I know, really, <laughs> like,
1: just figure out what they do, because they're waiting for you out there. I right, care. exactly, I
0: like, yeah.
1: that is, like, Friday the 13th waiting to happen. I, I, if I was ever to go into woods like that at night, I definitely have to have a group of people with me. I mm-hmm. cannot, I could not go with just, like, one person. No. Certainly never alone. I mean you're no. out of your mind. Going no. into the woods alone or <laughs> no. going
0: to the woods even in a group. No, that's like still every <laughs> like horror movie. I know.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right. But I'm just saying, if it ever was a thing, like <laughs> when we went um when we went ghost hunting at a place in Connecticut, we we definitely went in a group and it was at night and it was scary. It's the only time in my life I've ever Run from the cops, and I was like in my forties. I was in my forties, and it was like this would be just hilarious if you know I had yeah. you know teenage boys. I'd be like, oh yeah, mom got arrested for trespassing. That oh my god, be really crazy. But that was scary as hell. I don't know how people run from. Well, there's like, like that. that Where was were terrible. you ghost hunting? Huh? Where were but you in the state? Should I say it? Yeah. I don't know if I should say it.
0: But the cops like- aren't going to come <laughs> get you from our like, podcast. What happened?
1: It's the old Mansfield Training Center. I don't know what that is. It's on Yukon property. Oh, okay. yeah. The the insane asylum, I guess, is a bad way to say, but what that's yeah. what it was on the Yukon yeah. property. And um that's it's a very, very scary area. Because yeah. I was gonna say I know
0: there's that one that they always talk about, but I don't think it's that one. I think there's like another one somewhere too. Same type of thing, like an old yeah. like insane. Oh, there's so many, I think. Asylum there's a ton in, of them Connecticut. in
1: Connecticut. But for sure that was used I, I think it was well, I know that they had an, an area that was just for babies and little kids, and we kind of peeked into that, and, like, my niece went, like, put her, rec- recorded part of, you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can't. It's and then you mad. heard a baby it's... cry, and you're like, I have I don't, to leave my body. I know she, body. she did get <laughs> something, but I don't think it was a baby cry, but she did, I'd have to ask her, because I don't remember, but it was all very f- Sketchy, no. And, but the cop, the the chase, being chased by the we weren't. I, I shouldn't say that we weren't chased by the cops. The cops definitely saw that there was action, mm-hmm. and there were maybe I don't know. There might have been eight of us. So I'm sure like and then they kind of drove around the complex, and then we would run to another part. <laughs> I was literally up against a brick wall like this, like, dear God, please don't let him, and then he would kind of come down, you know, we see the headlights coming down. I can see, I see like... them shining the light,
0: and you just being, like, frozen against the building with the light yes. on you, like, I'm not here. You don't see you me. You do not see me. Trying to do the Star Wars me. thing, this is not the woman you're looking no, for. It's not
1: me, not me. So anyway, there was that whole thing, it was really, really scary for many reasons, both of those reasons, both yeah. ghost, ghost-wise and the cop involvement, but apparently because it's basically right off the Yukon campus it's kids go there all the time of course and there's actually a path through it to get from one area mm. you know through to the campus so it's it's definitely <laughs> like a lot of traffic 21 year
0: old me who was drinking
1: wait (laughs) 18 to 21
0: year old me who was was drinking would have been like yeah let's do it but sober adult me is like no (laughs) well
1: sober adult me did do it i don't think i would do it again but i know a lot of i would assume drunken or stoned or i don't know maybe tripping college kids (laughs) they go and they figure it out so speaking
0: of that That's another TikTok trend that I've been seeing a lot of. I don't know what TikTok thinks I'm into, but I keep getting all this creepy stuff. And there will be, like, these live videos on my feed where a kid is, like, in an abandoned house or an abandoned, like, hospital or something else. And he's like, I'm, it's like, live video. I'm
1: staying overnight. Watch. And I'm like, no. Why? It's going to (laughs) haunt me through the phone. I'm not doing it. There was um. there were a couple of shows that were on where they did that. Mm and. Uh, and, and I specifically remember one where they put, like, kids in different, like, teams. I think it was on MTV. I cannot think of the name of what it was. But they would, like, put kids oh, in yeah, different okay. haunted areas and, and they were, like, alone. Oh, no. That was, Mm-mm. no. No, 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 no. That's too much for me. That's too much for me hearing get about you. it. I don't get you.
0: need to witness it. Not happening. All right. So let's talk about Arkansas.
1: <laughs> okay. Arkansas. So I have a few different... Things that I was able to find out about Arkansas, and I feel like there's probably so much more because of the Ozarks. Yes. Because the Ozarks, you know, run through. And I just feel like so. This first one that I have is is specific to Ozark, but it's it's part of it is in Arkansas. So mm-hmm. I don't exactly know where this takes place, but okay. it's it's in, it's part of its Arkansas. So it's called the Ozark Howler. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay. So the Ozarks is home to a large, mysterious creature that is said said by some to resemble a dark, shaggy, grotesque panther. Ew. So the Ozark howler is usually described as being very dark or black, having stout legs, powerful shoulders, long claws, long canine teeth, and a muscular body. It's said to have a shorter tail, sometimes described as having rings like a raccoon's tail, but fainter. It is described as having some lynx like features such as pointy ears and possibly a split beard that may be mistaken for saber teeth at a distance. But some witnesses insist that they saw saber teeth or tusks because of these features. Some believe the Ozark howler to be a lynx, a very large bobcat, or perhaps a mountain lion, sometimes referred to as a catamount, which is short for cat of the mountains, which catamount. It's like a ski area somewhere right. near us. Yeah, so as soon as you like, said that, I'm like, what? Oh, um,
0: so does that mean I will say, I, want... I googled Ozark Howler, <laughs> yeah. and it, it says Ozark Howler sighting at Devil's Den, and it's like local news for somewhere. But look at the picture of this. It looks like, <laughs> oh, no. it looks like if my kids tried to draw what oh, a no. dog with rabies oh. with horns looks okay. like. Oh, my. Oh, Wow. So I've saved it to my photos. Okay, it will yeah. be on the Instagram page when the episode goes live. But it's like, did you take a dog, give it mange, and glue some <laughs> horns to it? Because this is what it looks
1: like. So I, I saw a couple of, like, drawn yeah, interpretations of what, you know, what the... Like Olar this helped. one, where it's, like, huge? It was not quite like that, but okay. it, it really did almost look like... A very muscular cat of some sort. Dark, like a panther. Like a very muscular panther is what what they showed. I'm
0: going to save some of the photo versions of, like, the good Ozark-colored
1: photos.
0: And then I'm going to also put up the jankity one that was in real life.
1: I think that would be pretty funny. Um, So it says... Full grown Ozark howlers are said to be several times larger. I don't know, I'm laughing because it's not funny, but several <laughs> times larger than a typical mountain lion and are nearly always referred to as. As panthers. So it's like, could it just be a rabbit panther? Though, I don't because when you started talking yeah. about it, I was like, oh, it's like a
0: Bigfoot where there's like one Bigfoot right. ever. No. There's one Ozark howler. But then you're like full grown oh, no. Ozark howlers. So it's like, okay, this is like an actual
1: animal that exists in the world to them. I guess out there by the Ozark Mountains, which I don't think I'd ever want to go there. But I mean, I'm sure they're beautiful and lovely, but I'd be terrified of.
0: Well, that's also like every
1: state park is like. There's one million
0: missing dead bodies. Like, I don't need to go to state parks. If Dan was ever like, hey, you want to go camping or spelunking into a cave? No. No No to both of those. We're going to die.
1: Um, The Ozark howler is known for making a variety of strange sounds resembling the full repertoire of a typical panther. Now, I didn't know that a panther made a variety of noises. These are things that I just never really researched or looked into before. I feel like if you hang out with any animal long enough probably makes yeah. a multitude of sounds but again probably. not anything i want to research no. it is apparently migratory but at certain times of the year it will settle in an area and it is territorial oh. it leaves it, it leaves territorial marking Signs such as claw raking on trees, prey remains, large cat-like teeth marks, and rarely tracks. So, of course, it never leaves tracks. <laughs> but
0: then it, leaves. It's like, it leaves markings <clears throat> on trees and prey remains, which you could also chalk up to, to bears, mountain lions, anything and anything there. else that anything, would be out there. Like hunters, but it's like, nope, even. it's this mangy dog <laughs> with the glued-on plastic reindeer yeah. antlers.
1: The remains of its prey can be... This is where it gets a little interesting. The remains of its prey can be found high in trees, hidden under brambles between rocks or in caves. So they're saying, who's going to kill and leave remains up high in trees? But I suppose...
0: A jaguar. But what
1: jaguars
0: in the uh, Ozark Mountains? No one. I
1: don't know. Because of its description, signs, and behavior... Resemble resembling a panther, many believe that the Ozark howler is simply a huge unidentified panther or perhaps a living ancient relic American cat from the fossil records. But unlike a panther, it screams and howls and can be heard from miles away. Miles away. So, I don't know. There are reports <laughs> of it being able to walk bipedally over a short distance and because it naturally carries its head low to the ground, there are some reports of them being headless. So now... People have this is where it gets sketchy. I feel like whomever says that they've seen like Bigfoot, pretty much it's all the same description, isn't it? Basically. Mm-hmm. This has just I'm sorry.
0: I just Googled this and yeah. saw an official Oh it was like <laughs> <Yeah>. a good... <laughs> No, it was Who's the terrible looking dog? I'm saying, I just saw the official Cowler. so so how dare they say (laughs) that it's headless? Because it has a a tiny dog. And how would
1: it do all of this damage with no head? I (laughs) still love how it's like, it's a panther,
0: and all the cartoon drawings of it are like this huge, muscular. Panther thing, right? So here's the pictures that I saved for the Instagram. Yeah, and there, there's the live sighting. This is someone's Scotty dog with mange and glued on Christmas Uh, antlers.
1: Yes, I agree with
0: you. And Um, the fact that there's like 40 pictures of it when you Google it, and wait, it's the first set of pictures when you Google the images. Is that little
1: tiny dog (laughs) saying that
0: it's a real life
1: sighting? It's so yeah. Okay. <laughs> this may be the origin of some headless ghost dog sightings <laughs> or hellhounds <laughs> in Missouri Ozarks. However, these ghost tales seem quite different from the Howler stories. So maybe they're. So there's ghost Ozark howlers <laughs> now too that are headless <laughs> and haunting the Ozarks. But those maybe those are just the ones from They Missouri, need to come to New York
0: <laughs> and work for the Headless Horsemen.
1: Oh, yes, they sure do. They need to get together. Because of its terrible screams and the fact that the howler is rarely seen outside the Ozarks' forest regions, the creature was dubbed the Ozark Howler or the Ozark Black Howler. It is seldom called the Ozark Howler inside the Ozarks' area. So they call it other stuff. You ready? Oh, my God. Yes, I can't wait. I
0: thought you were going to be like, they just call
1: it the (laughs) Howler
0: because they're in the Ozarks.
1: So they call it the Whistling Wampus? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's better than the Ozark outlet. They call it Booger Dog.
1: Ew! Or Booger Cat. So it's pick bit, one. Okay. Pick one.
0: Well, I guess, yeah, Panthers
1: a cat, but I can promise you that photo looks like <laughs> a, a dog. dog. Or Bear Cat. Or like we said, Catamount. Not referring to cougars or mountain lions. They call it What Is It? Fan- <laughs> that's one what, word, what is it? What is it? Phantom Cat, Panther, Indian Devil, Devil Cat, Santer, And black panther sometimes rarely Wait, I'm sorry. Yes.
0: Santa. Santa. (laughs) Like like somebody who can't say Santa and just says Santa Santa is coming to my house. He's gonna come and leave presents. I
1: don't want that
0: Santa. Not not to be confused (laughs) with that Santa. This Santa. Santa. oh no okay <laughs> uh oh people that, no. people who don't know how to speak English correctly
1: oh. better watch out okay that was that was pretty much it that was, that was the list of oh my names. god that's funny the ozarks howler is rarely found outside the general ozarks area which includes the states of illinois missouri arkansas kansas oklahoma and texas the ozarks area proper is mostly contained in the southern half of missouri and northwest arkansas so that seems to be don't the area that this howler is <laughs> well found. at least it's part of arkansas yeah uh yes it is laura Ingalls wilder of the Little House on the, on the Prairie, Prairie books, yeah. specifically Little House in the Big Woods, tells a story of her grandfather riding a horse as fast as he could, being chased by a large black panther, which leapt from treetop to treetop almost overhead. Now, So it's the, an
0: Ozark Howler. It it's probably, a, he probably it's saw a Santa.
1: A, he, saw, he, saw, he saw Santa leaving some <laughs> dead tree to tree. Was
0: leaving dead bodies of animals yeah, so. from tree to tree. Oh my gosh, that, that was a pretty good one.
1: There we have it, the, the Ozark Howler. Hey, if anybody knows anything yes. about the Ozark Howler, please. Or
0: any of these, send us more information us because we would love to know. And we're not
1: laughing at, at your superstition. You. We're laughing, we're laughing at this
0: picture, <laughs> yes. <once> <laughs> this picture of the dog because like, once you see this picture of the dog, as soon as Robin starts talking, please go to the Instagram Yes, because
1: it's too good. It's really quite hilarious. So another one that I found... This this from central Arkansas, this one, oops, another urban legend is called Arkansas Highway 365. Okay. Says years ago... A young man was driving down Arkansas three sixty five south of Little Rock when he saw a young girl on the roadside. Now I feel like I'm going to start laughing, and this is not funny. But I'm right. Picturing- you're like in <laughs> yeah. the
0: zone of laughing. I can tell by yes, your face when you started again. reading it. I'm like she's trying to be spooky, but I'm she's sure. just, la- I'm just on the brink to. of
1: dying. Laughing like when you laugh when you're laughing at work when something's serious and you can't laugh. But you're yeah, gonna, that's where mm-hmm. I'm at right now. Okay okay so he uh, let's go again so he saw a young girl on the roadside he offered to give her a lift and draped his coat over her shoulders because she was cold and soaked from the rain she gave him directions to her house when the young man got out of the car and walked around to the other side to help her out no one was there confused I think i've
0: heard this before
1: the man walked up to the house and knocked on the door. A woman answered and explained what had occurred. She said, "That young girl is my daughter who was killed years ago. She hitchhikes home back. She hitchhikes back home once a year." The young man then drove to the cemetery to see the young girl's grave. There, he found his coat draped over her tombstone. No, no. So that's now that was just basically the blurb of the legend. So, yeah, I, and I couldn't find. I found like different of the same sort of blurb mm-hmm. so I don't know I because I wanted to sort of investigate who's this girl more. Give, me, yeah. you know, give me a name so uh, if again so if anybody knows that. that. reminds mm-hmm. me of
0: so I've referenced that I listened to the Morbid podcast a couple times and that they're in Massachusetts so yeah. they always talk about the Bridgewater Triangle in Massachusetts because it's like near where they live okay. and I didn't know anything about this no. but they did a whole episode about it and like other episodes in their earlier episodes they reference it and they were saying something about how, like, you drive down the road and then somebody just appears. I can't remember if it's a guy or a girl, but it just, like, appears in your car and, like, nope. screams. No. And then, like, leaves. No. And, like, I would crash my car immediately. Yeah. You I would, would black out scream
1: and, and also have a heart attack. <laughs> yes. sub- that would simultaneously. happen. So did this happen to any of them on that podcast?
0: I think it happened to one of their friends. Okay. And she had, like, called in and was talking about it. Or it happened to one of the friends and one of the girls or all three of them. Yeah. I can't remember.
1: Oh, but they okay. were talking
0: about it. No, and there's all these other different like weird, creepy things that happens
1: in that area, and I'm like, "Ew." See, there is when we get to Connecticut, there is something there, and I can't think of the town or the area, but there is. You and I talked about it before. Mm-hmm. There's some town where stuff happens on this like strip of,
0: oh yeah, that way. like ghost town.
1: Yeah, where like I think they even closed it off. At a, it could still be closed off because too many people were trying to like go there and see if something no. bad was happening. Okay, <laughs> that's my thing. Like, if somebody's
0: like, mm-hmm. yes. Go to this place and a ghost will come in your car. No. No, I'm all set with that and I'm not going that I'm way. I'm going to stay
1: away, but if somebody else wants to go and tell Robin, me about it, I will use Waze to get around <laughs> it. Will you will figure out. You'll figure out cuz Waze never lets me down. That's not true. I I I go Google Maps. Waze has let me down more First than. First of more. all, Waze is Waze and our right. boss says yes. Waze Bless his heart. He calls it Waze. <laughs>
0: and we've told him it's ways, and he still says
1: Waze. I think his daughters have told him that it's ways, but Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so another one is called The Avon Cemetery in De Queen, Arkansas. Okay. De Queen. I like that. There was uh so a legend has it, this is what this is what it is from very long ago, that a woman was drawing water from an underground well. And she had to use both of her hands, you know, to to physically get the bucket down and you know pull it pull it back okay. up and all of that. So she had a baby. So no. She, so she put. <laughs> so this this is where you lose me. But she put the baby on the ledge of, of the well. well. Oh yeah, there's because no you know, mom on the, the grass planet.
0: on the ground. Yeah, there's not no
1: you can, not there. Just no. on the ledge. No mom in the on the planet that I know. Or probably don't even know, would ever put their baby would like the baby at the well. me being like,
0: Oh my I have this baby and I'm putting it right and here we'll on the edge of this right desk
1: so instead of like down there. What do you think happened? The baby acc- accidentally fell into the well. So now the legend goes that if you visit this well in one story I read it was it has to be at night, but if you visit this well and you throw a rock or you drop a rock down in the well, you will hear a baby crying. Okay. So
0: and here's again where I say, who the fuck is going to a well at night to drop a rock to see if a baby
1: cries? <laughs> Into Queen, Arkansas. I no, guess it's not in the draw. Some not people me. do this stuff. Probably
0: teenagers. I mean, I've been to. Because they're invincible, but I, a 30. 30- how old am I? How old 36. Are you? You're not 38. I'm 36. You're not 38. No. We got time. A 36-year-old yeah. woman <laughs> and not going into the darkness to drop anything. Yeah,
1: no. No, I don't. I don't. Unless I was with a bunch of people, I definitely would not be doing that. But other people have, have said that they seen an apparition of a woman running toward the well, which is they believe the the woman running looking for
0: her baby. Okay, but if she was there and put the baby down... You were there. Yeah. So what really happened is you drowned your baby and then we're like, because you couldn't afford it or something. And then we're like, oh no, I precariously perched the baby on the edge of the well and I don't know how it fell in. It is spooky
1: and crazy and, you know, and here again, Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's actual records if we went back to whatever time this was to say that, you know, there was a baby that died at this time. You know, right. that's, that's just more deep research. That's the stuff that I really like. To, and who has time for that, really? Because right now I'm trying to get through my own family tree <laughs> and that's enough. But, you know, to, to take one of these urban legends and yeah. just go in deep and see if you can find any historical documents to it or right. anything would be fascinating. I would love to do that. Maybe not the Ozark Howler, per se. But um, No, stuff the like Ozark this. mangy dog, no thanks. I, yeah, that was creepy. Okay, so the last one that that I found, I just and again, I don't have a, t- I don't have enough information because I feel like there's probably so much out there about this. But they're called the to- Toltec mounds, so they're known to some as the Stonehenge of Arkansas. The mounds and earthen embankments present at Tolltown Mounds Archaeological State Park. That is a lot to say that's a lot are remnants of the plum plum bayou culture not the mexican toltec or aztec tribes as the name suggests the plum bayou people built 18 mounds to serve as a ceremonial religious governmental and social complex with at least one serving as a burial mound archaeological digs on the site have uncovered items that cannot be traced to either native american cultures to other, I'm sorry, cannot be traced to other Native American cultures and also have suggested that the Plum Bayou people simply disappeared with no trace of where they went or why they left. That's weird. So they were built between 650 and 1050 A.D. They were named after, this is one of the things that I read, they were named after a Native American group that never inhabited the site. Mm-hmm. Like, which is strange to me. But yeah. Okay. Um... The Toltec Mounds make up one of the largest archaeological and historical sites in the state of Arkansas. The site is located on approximately 100 acres where there are 18 hills or mounds. The three largest mounds stand at 49 feet, 39 feet, and 13 and a half feet high. So that's enormous. Yeah, that's huge. Although the original height of the mounds remain unknown, um, the mounds... the mounds are located in Lenoir County, Arkansas. The historical site has been open to the public since 1980 when it became a state, um, state park. And so that seems like not that long ago, in my opinion, to have something crazy like that, like these gigantic mounds. So I don't know if somebody privately owned them, maybe, and sold the land, which is probable. That could be. So I was just looking into
0: it a little bit because mm-hmm. I was looking for photos for the Instagram. Yep. And... Of course, Wikipedia popped up, and it says the Plum Bayou Culture. Yeah. And it says that they're distinctive from all the other groups in the area. So I don't know what these people were, but it does say that one of the mounds was used for feasting and that their favorite food was deer. Okay. So, So oh, no, I'm sorry. Two of the mounds were used for feasting. Feasting as indicated by discarded food remains. So that means they found deer from between six hundred yeah. and ten fifty 1050 CE. Crazy.
1: That is pretty amazing. There are, this is one of the biggest mysteries surrounding the site is the people responsible for creating it. The Plum Bayou people cannot be, did you just say that? Cannot be compared to any other living in the area of the 1700s or not? Well,
0: it said that they couldn't be compared to the Native American cultures or the others, but I, it just said Native American okay. or others. So I don't know what the and, others are. Right
1: and that they they suddenly abandoned the Plum Bayou. People unexplainably disappeared. Very little is known about the people and the way they lived. Their disappearance has created an urban legend within the state of Arkansas, and some people are unsure of how the mounds even got there, how they were built. There have also been some supernatural supernatural occurrences surrounding the site of the mounds. Some people have reported orbs and balls of light circling the mounds. Some people have even reported seeing apparitions of indigenous people and chanting, heard chanting coming from the direction of the mounds. Oh, that's crazy. So there is some supernatural element. Know, element to it, which is not really surprising if you're talking about any kind of an old civilization yeah. right. you're going to get something so right. here's just a picture of some people walking in front of it so it just makes you realize that yes it's that's very large and you are very small so i found that to be pretty fascinating again if if that's a park like if somebody knows much about that i'd love to hear it I'd love well to know and again
0: that. the other thing is i bring it back to state parks are creepy yes <laughs> because that's a state park this dutchman place is a state yes. park sap with the state parks why do we take the creepiest shit in America and, and be like, this park. is a state park. Come visit this creepy thing. There are. There's really, if you think about it, I bet Everything. That's, that's a fascinating Let's like, look at Yellowstone. Sure. Yellowstone could kill all of us. Yeah. And it's like, let's go visit it. And Sarah, I did and get close to the,
1: yeah, I, I agree. It's, that's whatever the Grand We're Canyon oh, I'm great. terrified yeah. of heights
0: how many people fall over the edge how, how many, many people, people like do? go into the Death Valley area and get like dehydration and die? like why are you doing this why are you taking a tiny donkey and riding a donkey <laughs> down into the into <laughs> the Grand Canyon on this like rocky trail yes. that's like thinner than the donkey and yeah. then the donkey falls and you're on it no no yeah.
1: Thank you to all of it. I don't know. Maybe that's something we can look into for a future episode. It's I just will like, not be riding a donkey in no, the Grand Canyon. But we'll talk about the many deaths of state parks right. across the United mm-hmm. States. Because that's that is fascinating. Because I'm sure even freak things happen.
0: Well, I can't remember what it was, if it was a show or a movie or a podcast that I was listening to, but they were saying, like, there's so many missing, oh, I think it was the Don't Look in the Trees podcast, which, again, I found on my creepy TikTok suggestions, and she was saying, like, there's so many missing people every year in state parks that are never found, they just, like, vanish, and it's like a state park thing. Why do people voluntarily go into state parks? Like, I feel like there's, if there's serial killers, because there's still yeah, got to be serial killers. Of course. That can't just have been, like, an anomaly from the 70s, and, 60s, 80s. Yeah. You can't tell me that. And you no. can't tell me that people aren't serial killers because of technological advancement. There are still serial sure killers. And I'm yes. sure they are, like, off-road truckers or, like, <laughs> yeah. on-the-road truckers, whatever the heck it is. And like people who hang
1: out in state parks. Yes, probably up there in the woods. Like if people are hiking to, waiting yeah, for somebody that's alone. That's what I'm saying. I think right. that's a thing. I don't I haven't heard about it being a thing, but every time I walk through those damn woods, I'm like, I think this is a thing. Yeah. I think we're being like, but we're not. There's never any people in there right. that I can see, but it's a now thing. You can see. That's why you have. that's why yeah. I I carry my little thing of mace. Yeah. My bear spray or you whatever be the heck safe. it is. You have to be safe. Not that I imagine that would really hold off a crazed serial murderer but right. maybe it would for a little while so I could try to run to get away I don't know I just like to think like I'm a chubby
0: mom in my yeah. mid 30s you don't want So me. like no serial killer is like ooh yeah that's my
1: type unless unless you are that type of bad chubby mom <laughs> in the chubby mom, 30s chubby killer. brunette curly-haired mom you just serial don't killer. know you never know you just you, who knows um, so those were the ones that I, I came up with from Arkansas. I found it to be pretty interesting. So I feel like there's there's probably many more. Oh, there's tons more. You know, and there was but, tons
0: more for um, Arizona as well. But those were two that I thought were really interesting and were, like, just long enough to be interesting yeah. and
1: spooky and creepy. There were there were a lot of what I feel like were just, like, straight ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I don't, I'm trying to do more of, like, the, like, we talked about urban legends yeah. more than just straight, like, crazy ghost stories but there's a lot of those well and I feel like next week we'll
0: have some ghost story stuff going down with our special guest special guest next week I'm super excited you guys will have to tune in next week for that for our first guest podcast we're very excited excited for that thank you so much for listening to this episode please email us with more information on these urban legends or any urban and legends anything. that you want us to cover in the future. We are going alphabetically by state. But at the top of the episode, we can always add oh, another absolutely. one if people have suggestions. So you can email us at... CoworkersKillingTime at gmail.com. Good job. And you can follow <laughs> us on the Instagram at CoworkersKillingTime. And you can see the picture of the cowler, which is just so... Creepy and not even creepy, it's hilarious. Yeah, and you can see the pictures of the skinwalkers and all of the other things we yes, covered the, the state mound. parks, um, and all of that good stuff. It's going to can- be worth going. Oh to yeah, Instagram just for the Ozar Cowler alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. and I'm not going to make it the first picture. I'm going <laughs> to bury it in there. Yeah, so like, oh, here's the it. scary Ozar Cowlers, and then it's like, what's yes. that random mangy dog? What is that? It's like somebody's junkyard dog. That's the one that was, has been spotted in real life. <laughs> Maybe it's a baby Ozar Maybe, It
1: could very well be.
0: Or a decrepit old man Ozar Cowler. Yep. Um, and then you can follow us on Facebook by searching Coworkers Killing Time Podcast. Thank you guys so much for following us there. We've had a lot of follows the past two weeks, yes. and that's very exciting. Wonderful. Thank a you, lot of thank people you. are listening over there. And it's a great alternative if you don't have a podcasting app on your phone, which I know a few of our listeners don't. And finally, you can follow us on Patreon by going to patreon.com, searching for Coworkers Killing Time and supporting the show that way to get extra content. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Thank Bye-bye. you.
1: Bye.